Welcome, brothers and sisters, to the Smart Sister Show. I'm your host, Smart Sister, and today is the last day of Black History Month uh, of 2023. And I thought it would be apropos that I would talk about Mr. Uh, Adams, I believe it is, the cartoonist for Dilbert, and his recent racist uh, comments, which, as I uh, title the show, I agree with. Now, I know some of y'all just fell on the floor like, what? She is a great, what? No, I'm not agreeing with him for being a racist that he is for 30 years and it was a successful uh, cartoonist. That lets you know in this country, you can be racist as hell and still be uh, successful. But... Anyway, what I agree with him on is separation. When he said, first of all, that he'd done for black people before and, and, and he was always called a racist. Well, you are a racist. You've probably been acting like one your whole damn life. I don't see what the hell you could have done for black people. But anyway, I digress. What I do agree with is... Hell yeah, white people, stay the fuck away from us. <laughs> I couldn't agree with more. I'm sitting here like, this man, uh, <laughs> it's unbelievable. But then it's believable because that's the country we live in. Why everybody's in this little bubble of thinking we're so post-racial America. It's more racist. The, as it has always been, I couldn't even say more because it's the same that's been going on since its inception. But for this man to sit up and say white people need to stay the hell away from black folks, what did anybody black uh, do to him? Is what I want to know. Hell, he didn't even drew any black characters in his cartoon, which who cares because the shit was boring and wasn't funny to me the few times I've looked at it. But <clears throat> what does he think that you got to stay away from us for? We need to stay away from you. Uh, I've heard of any black cops killing any white folks lately. Have you? Okay. So basically all the things that go on in this country that are anti-black to the core for you to have the nerve to sit up there and say, like, you guys are in danger or whatever. A white person is safer in a black neighborhood than black people are. Because trust and believe if something goes down, they're going to hunt down everybody till they find the culprit. Okay? So, um, I couldn't agree more with separation. Because, honestly, integration was the worst thing that ever happened to black folks. We lost everything. We used to have our own theaters, shops, stores, gas stations. You name it, we had our own because we had to. But now, what do black people own and have in their own communities? Nothing. That is one thing Umar Johnson said that is so true. In what city does the black community have a hospital, a school, a bank, and what was the other thing? Um, <clears throat> it was some one other thing, four things that we don't 
have in our in our own communities that are essential um, to run your community. I know what it was. It was a grocery store. So let me repeat. A hospital, a school, a bank, and a grocery store. So your financial part, being able to feed yourself, uh, take care of your health, okay? All of that is, the, and then educate your children. All of that is essential to being able to have the power to control your community. And in most black communities, I don't care where you go, all four are never owned by black people, period. So integration did that. Integration took away everything that we had amassed over time, um, in all of what's been going on in this country, even as we fought for our so-called civil rights, uh, that's when it started. And we started losing everything, trying to integrate. See, I am of uh, the Malcolm X frame of thought. Uh, get your own. You know, like he said, sliding in, falling in, marching in, you know, walking slow, singing low. No, no, that has not gotten us anywhere and that is the problem that's really facing the black community we need to stop being delusional as if we really are a part of this country everything is 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 used to fight against you gerrymandering uh to try to make uh areas in your community that are not concentrated to black so you don't have any power uh we won't even talk about race Lining. There's a lot of linings going on, you know, in terms of what you can and cannot have in your community or being charged more interest or whatever. Then we won't even talk about the fact that now they're saying they're going to give immigrants or uh, other people here the right to vote. So what do you think that's going to do to the black vote? Totally water it down. And that is the plan. And I don't know why we keep trying to fight uh, to vote because I know our ancestors did not think that voting could put us so behind. We've been voting since the civil rights and have gotten m not much of anything that's going to be of uh, uh, where black people are part of the power structure and power is being shared. It's not. White supremacy is going to see to that. They're not ever going to share power. That's where we are right now. And I brought up today being last day of Black History Month because I believe it was yesterday uh, President Biden did a program um, recognizing, I guess, Hakeem Jeffries, the congressman who is a member of a black fraternity. Okay. And so all the presidents of all the what's called the Divine Nine all the black fraternities and sororities uh, were invited to the White House um, to pay homage to him. And then he's saying the power of the Divine Nine. Now, I am a member of a sorority. I am a member of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated, which is one of the uh, four larger black sororities. Okay. What, I mean, to be perfectly honest, Next to the black church, black fraternities and sororities are the largest organized group of black people, educated black people in the country. Now, that's true. 
And the power, there is a lot of power in that, in the sense of the influence we can have. Probably all of us, our members together, probably are a couple million black people, okay, that are college educated, that um, have various positions. And, it, and there are other members of Congress that are uh, members of the, the, the Divine Nine, in addition to Mr. Jeffries. Uh, I know my own sorority sister. Robin Kelly is a congresswoman. You have um, Barbara Lee, that's a sorority sister of mine, that's in Congress. But then you have other women in other sororities as well. Now, when you get through talking, like I said, as my mother would say, when you hang the rag on the bush, he gave homage to those to the Divine Nine at that point in time because he knows election seasons are coming up next year. And um, that, that's one mainly an initiative of all nine groups is to get out the vote, get people registered, etc., which I have no problem with. What I do have a problem with is he will uh, blow smoke up your behind because actually, Miss Harris, President Vice President Harris, is an AKA, which is also another sorority in the Divine Nine, and um, like that is supposed to appease everybody. When I don't see anything she's done pertinent to Black people, because she said it herself. Am I gonna do something just for Black people? No. That's a, a clip you can go find, and I might uh, find and put on here one day. But I, I, we won't go into y'all already know how I do not care for her at all. But okay, you got a black female supposedly um, that's a part of this divine nine that is the vice president of the United States, and have they stuck to any of their promises about getting rid of qualified immunity? No, that's what's killing black folks. Nope. Don't touch the police. As a matter of fact, Biden is giving more money to the police. And that was a key issue that we uh, were looking for during the, uh, you know, the campaign. Not, hasn't done anything. Only thing black people have gotten in the last uh, few years of this man is, what, Juneteenth as a holiday, which we celebrated anyway uh, since... <laughs> uh 1865 okay or and and so we didn't need it to be a national holiday because it was going to be celebrated anyway and then what else he did a, a black history music museum or something like that okay fine now what what the things that are pertinent to black people he's done nothing after all that talk and Miss Harris as well. After all that, can somebody give me an example of an executive order or anything else, any legislation, anything that is going to help black people and black people alone? See, we get lumped in with everybody else, but mostly everybody else gets theirs on their own. Look at, at Asians get an anti- uh, like a anti-hate bill. Now, who hates, gets hated on more than anybody? Black people. Where's an executive order for that? He'd be writing till he got a cramp in his hand 
uh, to write up enough stuff to help protect black folks, black people, black children, everybody is at risk. Okay, LGBTQIA, we already know they going to get theirs. Okay, everybody, everybody's got money. Hell, how many billion has he sent to Ukraine? Okay, and, and I, I, we could get a teeny tiny amount of that that could help some of these schools, help some homeless people, help whoever. See, they always have money for what they want to have money for. What the hell are you sending money to Ukraine for? To me, like ooh, they always talk about black people beefing. Well, Putin and him beefing. Uh, that's not ours, as far as I can see. Ain't nobody sent any money um, to really help your own people right here. And I'm just sending money to other countries, trying to help other countries. But the beef that Putin has with the Ukraine, that's their beef. That has nothing to do with the United States. But you can send billions and then you got laying out on the street. You will send black Haitian or or uh, black Cubans or anybody back. You will deport them before God can get the news. Okay? and But everybody else can come up in here. That's what kills me. So, uh, Mr. Uh, Dilbert, that part I agree with. Hell yeah, stay the hell away from us. Separation, in my opinion, is the only thing that's going to ever work. Because we've been trying to kumbaya and work together for how long? Centuries. And what has it gotten black people? Nothing. Nothing. We're still being used to be the faces of anti-Semitism, to be the face of crime, to be the face of anything negative you can think of. That's what they put us on. And black women too. So Miss Harris, they kind of try, you know, she's only black when it's convenient. Other than that, she's Southeast Asian. Okay, come on now. And that's what's got to stop. All this gaslighting and bullshit. Black people, we need to circle the wagons, pull away from everybody because trust and believe. If, if, if we pull away, and start uh, concentrating on our own communities the way we should, that's when you'll see a world of hurt. When you look at even with this month that where you learn a lot about a lot of black inventions and things that we've done, you couldn't walk out of your house without touching something that a black person invented or did. When you walk outside your house, it's all kind of things from... Uh, the street or whatever going to work your computer your personal computer your laptop cell phone the uh uh home security cameras even all the way to 3d technology that they use in film black people have commit contributed so much to this country it's beyond real but then we're still not respected. We're still shot down the street like dogs. And uh, we're put at the bottom of the totem pole. So in my opinion, yes, it's time to separate just like every other um, my so-called minority 
that has come here. Nobody has a problem when Asian people separate themselves from everybody, when Jews separate themselves from everybody, when any ethnic group. But uh, we're being racist or there's something wrong with that if, if black people do it. Well, you need to find out then that it's something wrong because uh, that's the one thing I do agree with this man, with his racist ass, uh, saying, you know, go ahead, please separate from us. Please, please, I beg of you. We'll be better off. That's for damn sure. I'll see you next time. Thank you for coming by the show today, and I really appreciate uh, your support. I really hope I'm able to reach you and help you and give you some information or whatever, or even if I piss you off, that is the point. At least you're thinking, you're feeling something, and that's exactly what I want the audience that follows me to do. I want you to feel and I want you to think. So thanks again for stopping by. Uh, the show now is on iTunes and Stitcher. It should be coming to Google Play and Spotify very soon. So please go there and give me a comment or a like or uh, subscribe. And next month I'm going to do some type of promotion for everybody that leaves a review or whatever of the show um, on any of those venues. So please um, keep me in mind also to give any type, type of donation um, that you can uh, afford. It takes time. It takes money. It takes everything to make this show possible and I really want to keep it going um, for us so I can continue to be an uh, independent voice that we need out here in this world today so um, you can go to my website smartsister.com and there's a link to my Patreon page or you can go directly to Patreon um, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash smartsister and you will find um, my page and as I said always feel free to give me um, any ideas for shows or any topic you like for me um, to address by emailing me at smartsistert at gmail.com so anyway thanks again and I will see you next week and remember know thyself have a good one